0: Feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show.
1: Lovely Rita, meet a maid. Nothing can come between us. When it gets dark, I tow your heart
0: away. Breaking News.
1: And tonight we are getting a new update on the Texas school shooting. There are reports that now at least 19 children have been killed, as well as at least one teacher. And this is so gut-wrenching. It is heartbreaking to hear all of this. And boy, there are so many questions tonight. And I want to take your calls to hear your thoughts about what you think should be done Where do we go from here? Where do we decide to protect our kids and do it in the best way possible? What are some of the things that should happen? Should we have more security? I think absolutely there should be more security guards at schools. When you look at everything that happened in the last few hours, it is nothing short of horrific. It's nothing short of heartbreaking. And my heart just goes out to these families and these kids. You know, you think about these young kids. They're second, third, and fourth graders. They're seven, eight, and nine years old. And they were just sitting there in their classroom. And an 18 year old guy, with apparently two weapons, according to multiple reports, comes in and opens fire. First, he goes after his grandmother. He has an argument, apparently, a domestic dispute with his grandmother. And then he drives to this school and opens fire on this elementary school in his own community. This is a really small community. It's only a few square miles wide. There's only about 4,000 students in school in that district there in Texas. I mean, there are so many questions tonight. And I want to hear your thoughts because I am so angry that the most vulnerable of victims out there, the most precious of victims, these young elementary school kids who are just sitting in their classrooms, suddenly become victims to a madman. And we have to do something. we got to think of what is going on in our country tonight. What moved to this moment? What can be done in terms of security? I'm sure there's going to be a lot of red flags that we find out maybe about this guy before this, like we heard in the Buffalo case I mean, there are a lot of different things. There's so many different things to talk about tonight. And they are all really heartbreaking, but they're important to talk about. And I want to hear your thoughts tonight. uh, We have the number to call is 833-969-4447. That's uh, 833-969-4447. Again, the number to call tonight is 833-969-4447. And you... Are listening to the Rita Cosby show. What a heartbreaking day. And I think the whole nation just grieves for this incredible, incredible loss. This is a community not far from the border there. Again, somebody who lived in the community, an 18 year old who went to high school in that community. People know him in the community. So far, I've heard reports from people saying, you know, I hadn't seen him in a while. He hadn't been in school in a while, but he seemed like a nice guy. That's what they say. I'm sure we're going to find out as things go on that there were signs, that there were warning signs, that there were red flags in this guy's background. And then clearly, there are so many issues tonight. Um, Also, we're hearing that a border agent in the last few minutes, a border agent is responsible with taking him out. That one of the most sophisticated border agents, apparently, while the gunman, was in basically a gunfire with other law enforcement because he didn't go down. He went down shooting. Then a border agent came from another separate entrance and took this madman out. Thank goodness for our law enforcement. And tonight, my other question is at this moment, as we're waiting for some calls, I see a lot of you on the line. We'll get to you in a second there. But as we are talking about this, so many discussions come to my mind. There are so many people out there. That talk about defund the police. To me, this is outrageous. We have heroic law enforcement. And tonight and every day they show that off. Boy, did they come in in spades. They took out this gunman. They killed the gunman because he was going down shooting and firing at law enforcement. And then finally this border agent shot him. And he actually shot the border agent in the leg. Uh, the border agent, thank goodness is going to be okay, but thank goodness for our law enforcement that responded really quickly because sadly, as much as this is now the second worst primary school shooting in American history, it could have been even more horrific had that law enforcement not been there so quickly they weren 't at the school, but they came very, very quickly but there 's so many questions tonight as to what we need to do who 's to blame? What needs to be fixed? Obviously, the gunman's to blame. But what other things should have been done differently? If you look at the security around the school, I was sitting there looking at images of the school. They basically have a fence around it. But you look at the fence, the fence is like three or four feet tall. I'm not a high jumper, but I could get over that fence. And then apparently there's no separate gate to kind of get in. There's no, like, gated entrance or anything like that. So you can just kind of get over. There's breaks in the fence Um, No word yet if there was even any resource or security officer at the scene. They only have, I think it's like a handful of them, three resource officers in that whole district. And I mentioned that they have a lot of schools in that district. So they only had three resource officers. It's unclear if any were at that scene. But if they were at that scene, they were certainly outmanned and outgunned. Um, And so we don't know those details. But tonight, we need to have a heart-to-heart discussion about what needs to be done? Because there's a lot of finger pointing within minutes of this. And there are a lot of people who are saying, oh, it's the gun laws. It's We need more of them. We heard that from the Democrats. We heard from other mental health. We've heard from a lot of other people. Notice the red flags. If you see something, say something. We've had a lot of people talk about why are we spending so much money on so many other things? And aren't our American kids our most precious resource? Shouldn't there be more money? For school security. I mean, to me, is there anything almost more important than making sure our kids, our primary, our elementary school kids who are seven, eight, nine years old, to make sure that they are protected? I'm angry tonight and I am so sad. I've covered a lot of school shootings in my life as a reporter and it is heartbreaking. It is gut wrenching. I talked to some of the families in Newtown, Connecticut. After Adam Lanza opened fire there. And that's the same thing that is sadly happening to these parents tonight. I'm I'm a little choked up because it was a very tough story to cover. Anyway, here is Governor Abbott talking about the tragedy that unfolded in his state.
2: First, I I want to tell you that that what happened uh, in Uvalde is a horrific tragedy uh, that cannot be tolerated uh, in the state of Texas and uh, there is swift action being taken by uh, local law enforcement uh, as well as the Texas Department of Public Safety.
1: So what is being done now? As kids right now are still in the hospital, as we know there are reports that up to 19 children have been killed, also one teacher. And we're waiting on details. Sadly, there are many kids clinging to life right now and other teachers at the hospital, parents wondering, were there kids in the school? Why haven't they heard from them? I mean, this is gut-wrenching. This is a gut-wrenching tragedy, not just for Texas, but for America. And this is what President Biden had to say just a little bit ago.
2: I'd hoped when I became president, I would not have to do this again. Another massacre, Uvalde, Texas, an elementary school, beautiful, innocent, second, third, fourth graders.
1: Second, third, fourth graders who went to school today. And we have a responsibility, we Americans, to make sure that kids are safe in school and are not the targets of a madman, another madman. And this comes, what is it? It's been like a week and a half since Buffalo. I, I mean, that was horrific. And here we're now seeing this yet again. And President Biden went right to gun control. Um, and to me, I'll, tell, I'll be honest with you, I was really disgusted about that. Because he was sympathetic, I thought, for the first minute or so. And then he quickly made it very political. I don't think tonight was a time for him to get political. I thought tonight maybe was a time for him to be unifying for the country and mourning with the rest of the country. He said that for about a minute. And then he went right for gun control. Take a listen.
2: Durant running through the forest
1: with Kevlar vests on, for God's sake. It's just sick. And he's used that line before. So it was like a canned speech that he went right back to his Democratic talking points. And by the way, if a Republican had done that, I would say shame on them, too. And here is Biden finally getting passionate. But it's about going after the gun manufacturers. Take a listen.
2: I am sick and tired of it. We have to act. And don't tell me we can't have an impact on this carnage.
1: What is your reaction? Because he also went after gun manufacturers specifically. In fact, I want to play cut 27 because that's a good follow-up to the anger we just heard. And I want to hear your thoughts if you think it's appropriate that literally about a minute into this, a national address to the country right after hours after this horrible, horrible shooting, should he be pointing fingers like this? Should he be talking politics? Should he be using Democratic talking points? Take a listen to this. And the
2: gun manufacturers have spent two decades aggressively marking assault weapons, which make them the most and largest profit. For God's sake, we have to have the courage to stand up to the industry.
1: What is your reaction to that? What is your reaction to the fact that literally about a minute in, his most visible anger and frustration was directly at the gun manufacturers? This, to me, is highly—I thought it was offensive. I thought it was not the right moment. I thought the president at this moment said, we all need to work together to come to a solution. You could talk about gun control, but you should also talk about mental illness. You should talk about red flags. There's a lot of issues here. And he makes it a singular political issue that the Democrats—it's almost like he was reading off an index card. And that's where he had— the most emotion. I thought it was completely, completely out of line. Let's go to your calls. Let's go to Evan on line one. Um, Evan, I got to get your take on all of this, because to me, um, first of all, it's heartbreaking and there are so many issues to this. What what was your reaction and what do you think some of the solutions are, Evan? Go ahead.
3: You know, Joe Biden is a phony. I hate him because he's totally political and and let me just say this. I'm disgusted with Joe Biden. I think he's, a, he's just a phony and a liar. And um, I'm going to say this, too. People should wake up. All right. Now, we got the guy, in black guy in New York. He shoots the guy on the subway. He gets a lawyer. Okay? Now, anybody that gives themselves up, they seem to get a lawyer. So uh, I'm trying to connect the dots here. Now, Adam, what's the guy up in, up in the, uh, Connecticut that same thing? They both get killed. They're both, you know, they're both probably on drugs. They have both uh, been flagged before. Please, this is why more Germany, okay? You all got to just, listen, we're really being tricked here. And what they're doing is stoking the flames of all races, the Chinaman one day, the black guy the next day, the Spanish guy the next day.
1: Wake up, people. So wait a minute, Evan. Evan, let let me understand. You find it offensive because what they're going through, the taking the guns away. Is that that's what you're. I I found the politics of it all disgusting. Um, So I hear you on that point. Um, I will say, and I'm not agreeing with him on him going right for the gun makers and all that. And it's all guns, guns, guns. They don't seem to go after repeat offenders. They don't seem to care about the warning signs. They don't seem to talk about school security. I mean, there's so many issues here. Um, where I will say is I don't want somebody who is a loony to get a gun. Um, and, and I don't know. We don't know what's in this guy's past. But I'll bet you a billion bucks that there's probably some warning sign. With this guy, just like in Buffalo, in Buffalo, if you look at that guy's social media, that guy was a loony kazoony. I mean, he was seriously, seriously mentally deranged. And and the other reason I bring this up, Evan, too, in the Newtown case, because sadly, there are similarities um, where Adam Lanza first killed his mother. Then he went to the school where his mother worked. He tried to get in with a security pass that his mother had. It did not work. And then he broke down the door. And then he opened fire on that elementary school, killing kids and teachers. And in that case, the mother knew the guy was nuts. And if you looked at his background, there were so many warning signs in that case. The guy had so much mental history and appointments with doctors and counselors for his mental disturbances, mental issues, violent tendencies, And what did the mother do in the Newtown case? She gave the kid a gun. She went out to the driving range with that kid to bond with her son. Are you kidding me? How, what kind of an irresponsible parent would ever give your child a gun that she got, gave it to him to use to bond with him at the gun range when you know your son is mentally disturbed? The school knew it. She knew it. And sadly, she lost her life. He killed her and then he went to the school. But that was utterly irresponsible of her. So we're the only place where I do agree with Biden and I agree with other people just in general. And I think you would agree also, Evan, is that we have to make sure that people who are legal gun owners that are responsible, as most of the gun owners in this country are, that they are appropriately have access to protect themselves if they're responsible. But those that are not responsible and those that are clearly nuts, there needs to be some sort of warning sign, some sort of red flag that suddenly they can't get access to a gun and their parents need to be held responsible or friends if they give the kid a gun or the young adult who's 18. Why is he able to get a gun? He bought these two guns apparently, bought two guns apparently when he was 18 years old. We don't know if these are the same ones that he used, but he got them legally legally. I bet you this guy had issues in his background. Why did he able to get why was he able to get a gun? Why was the guy in Buffalo able to get a gun? Are you kidding me? That is crazy. We're going to continue with your calls everybody. I am fired up and sadly, I am so heartbroken as I know all of you are about this terrible shooting today. The number to call is 833-969-4447 833-969-4447.
0: It's the Rita Cosby show.
1: And tonight we are getting more details on this horrible shooting in Texas. Getting details about the gunman who apparently first opened fire on his grandmother. There are conflicting reports right now as to whether he killed his grandmother or seriously injured her grandmother. Either way, it had some very, you know, domestic dispute there. At the time, he leaves her, then he goes over to the school. And surveillance video shows him walking into the school with at least one gun. Uh, There are also reports that he had some sort of accident with his car because he pulls out his car, pulls over the car, gets out of the vehicle, and goes into the school and opening fire um, on just all these beautiful, beautiful children. Again, latest numbers that 19 children have been killed. Uh, The government is 18-year-old Salvador Romas. He lived in the community of Uvalde, and he was shot dead by authorities. Uh, This is what Ken Paxton, who is the attorney general tonight of Texas— by the way, they have the big race tonight, and we're going to have updates on that, of course, too. Uh, But Ken Paxton says that there could have been a solution that may have avoided this terrible tragedy.
4: I think the main thing to focus on here is what can we do we're not always going to catch I mean obviously people can be trained to to notice the warning signs but ultimately schools are going to have to have access points that are very limited and they're going to have to have people trained at the school whether it's you know police officers who have who've been trained in that line of work or they're going to have to start training into this guardianship program Every school is going to need to do that. And every school district is going to have to decide that they want to protect their children. Or we are going to continue to see this happen. And I'm not saying that we can stop every one of these. But we cannot have law enforcement get there fast enough to prevent this many people from being deceased. Had we had armed people in the building, we might have prevented some of this. We might have prevented all of it.
1: And one of the things that Ken Paxton is talking about is arming teachers as well in the school. Right now, by the way, the way it works in Texas is that each school actually votes on whether or not they want an armed guard, whether they want any other individual in there that is armed for protection purposes. It is on a school-by-school basis. Why is that? Why can't it be a blanket policy? Would an armed guard be the solution in every school district, not just in Texas, but across the country? 1-800-833-969-4447, 4447 969 seven is the number to call tonight. Uh, let's go to Norman on line two. You know, Norman, I want to hear your thoughts on this.
5: All right. Rita, um, yeah, usually I write down stuff I prepare, but tonight I can't. But I, I just, my thoughts are, I think we're, I don't think any laws out there are going to prevent this. I think you can tie me these mass killings. Um, I think that, of, of course, you can have security guards. You can have um, looking into tightening up the insta-check system. But I, I think what we're going towards is we're we're becoming a, a godless, lawless, morally bereft society.
1: Norm, and, do and me a favor. Norm, the- Norm, I'm just going to interrupt you. Stay with us. I'll continue with you after the break because you're making some very superb points. We're going to talk more about this and continue with your calls.
0: Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue.
1: And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, um, an important shout out to the law enforcement in Uvalde, Texas. That, of course, is the small town that's located just 85 miles west of San Antonio, Texas little town just about 7 square miles where sadly a madman opened fire on an elementary school as we know just a few hours ago and thank goodness for law enforcement in that community too thank goodness that they were there uh coming very quickly to the scene uh because they were able to shoot the gunman who by the way went down firing apparently when law enforcement arrived he opened fire on law enforcement And then it was a high-level border agent who came from a different entrance and also fired upon him. Then the shooter shot the border agent, we're told, in the leg. Uh, Fortunately, he is going to be okay, the border agent, but he was able to kill the gunman. And the gunman clearly had plans to continue firing. And had law enforcement not arrived on the scene so quickly to stop the gunman, he would have continued firing with his deadly shooting spree, that as of this hour, there are reports that 19 kids, elementary school kids, have lost their lives and also at least one teacher as we speak. But thank goodness for our great men and women in blue, our great law enforcement on all different levels, including the border agents down there, too, as well. All of them. We are just so grateful that they put themselves in the line of fire. This man was opening fire, rapid fire, and they took him out. And anytime I hear these stories about defund the police, I get so angry. This is a classic case of why we are so blessed to have great men and women on the front lines in blue, fighting and protecting all of us. So tonight, our Back the Blue is dedicated to those heroes down there who came on the scene very quickly and took that gunman out we're going to continue with your calls now because this guy 18 year old Salvador Romas as I mentioned he was from that area by the way from Uvalde he went to high school there Uh, there was one of his classmates who I saw was interviewed not that long ago and she said she hadn't seen him in a while but that she didn't notice anything she said he was quiet in school Um, but again it's very early on we're probably going to find some interesting things apparently on his social media. There were some comments about threats to girls, uh, threats to women, uh, threats to others. So they're now scouring law enforcement right now as we speak, scouring social media to see what that might reveal. What else is in his background? What else do other family members potentially know? We know that he. there are reports that he definitely shot his grandmother, may have killed his grandmother first, and then drove over to the school and opened fire killing all these precious students. But tonight, there are so many questions about security at school, what can be done, and what should be done. And I want to play a clip. This is Ken Paxton. This is cut in 18. This is Ken Paxton, the attorney general of Texas. And he basically said there are a number of solutions. And he said getting law enforcement, but also getting teachers to be trained and properly armed could prevent this, not just in Texas, but elsewhere. And I want to get your thoughts on this. This is Ken Paxton.
4: Yeah, sadly, this has happened again. And it's, it's a horrible tragedy. But the types of things that we talked about, and I'll never forget it after the Santa Fe shooting, was having one point of entry, making it more difficult for people even to get in that point of entry, make sure that they And having potentially teachers and other administrators who have gone through training and who are armed because first responders typically can't get there in time to prevent a shooting. Uh, they, they just It's just not possible unless you have, have a police officer on cam- on every campus, which for a lot of these schools is almost impossible. So I, I think you're going to have to do more at the school because it typically involves very short periods of time and you have to have people trained on campus to react.
1: So is it time to train people on campus, not just law enforcement, but designate teachers who have to be armed and trained. How sad is that, that we're at this point in America where that's a realistic discussion, yeah, that that is you know a major, major issue. One of the other things I was hearing from law enforcement is also adding tripwire and doing these sort of, they're called like sort of man boxes that are sort of blockades that every school can have. Um, you suddenly hit it and somebody gets kind of blocked in or hits a tripwire that, that like sort of in a bank if a robber comes in, that there's ways to sort of block a shooter, although that's very hard in the middle of chaos. Hard. What if a kid gets locked in with him? I mean, there's so many issues about that, but maybe they could put tripwires in schools or other things like that and or have multiple guards literally screening everybody, metal detectors and everything. I mean, there are so many layers right now that are realistic conversations. And how sad is that we're at that point in America that these are very important discussions to have. And how did this guy get a gun when right now we don't know what's in his background. We don't know if there's any criminal issues in his background, but apparently he got two assault weapons when he turned 18. so And that is legal in Texas. So the question is, did they fit the criteria where they were legal they believe so are the latest reports. How did he get him? Was there anything in his background? Did he have any criminal history? I, I find it hard to believe he didn't have some ness in his background and lunacy in his background and mental issues in his background. There was clearly some stuff, apparently, according to reports on his social media. But if you look at the history of a lot of these people, there's usually a lot of warning signs. So the question tonight is what warning signs were missed and if there were blatant warning signs, how did he get access to get guns? Did anyone in his family help him? Did anybody else? Did a friend help him? Did, you know, what were the other signs? Did he make threats to the school or to a family member that they, he wanted to kill him? The guy in Buffalo, remember, talked about opening fire on a classmate, and he was only questioned for a day and a half. Remember, they kept him and they did checks, his mental checks, for a day and a half, 36 hours is what they checked him. And then they let him go. That was that was New York State. They let him go. No problem there. And then guess what? He goes and opened fire on a supermarket. I mean, if somebody makes those threats, clearly they're not normal. I mean, clearly there are huge issues here. And there's so many things. And yet, Democrats right away, it's all guns, 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 guns. And no reference really to mental health. No reference to red flags. No reference... To uh, arming people in schools. I think there needs to be a really broad discussion on a lot of topics because America is hurting. We are all heartbroken at what we have heard and seen tonight. Uh, the number to call is 833 969 4447. 833 969 4447 is the number to call tonight. Um, let me go to Norman in Brooklyn. Let me continue with you, Norm. Sorry that we had to cut off for a commercial break. Uh, but Norm, you made a great point that we've sort of come to this place in society where we've lost our soul a little bit.
5: We, we've lost our soul, Rita. And 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 I look. I, I, I'm looking for the solution. What is the solution? I mean, uh, security guards? Yeah, tighten up, tighten up. Insta check. You know, so you you do background checks on people. Fine. I mean, you know that all, all of these things are could contribute. We have 300 million guns in our hands. Listen, I'm an NRA member. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm pro-gun, but I'm pro-Second Amendment, not necessarily pro-gun. But anyway, but we but we, we have 300 million guns in the hands of, you know, our, our citizens right now. Why right now are we having all these mass shootings? We seem to it, – could it be the dissolution of the nuclear family? Could it be the Internet? I mean, you know, I mean – these kids are, are, you know, life means nothing to a lot of kids out there. It's everything. It's fun, you know. I mean, the, it's fun to play at killing people. And and I don't, I I I just, I don't really think there's a solution to this. Um, I just uh, we we look to our leaders. Our leaders are supposed to be moral. Right now, er, you know, up is down, down is up. A boy is a girl. A girl, a girl is a boy. Um, abortion you know you can kill a child when they're eight you know eight months old you know a you know uh, a, a woman could kill her baby when when they're eight months old and that's fine when they're you know just getting ready to be born here in new york state and that's fine and and you know i how do you have all that contributing and you don't have some kooky kid who thinks it's cool to kill people and and i i just they're going to get the gun they're going to get them illegally, legally, whatever. I mean, I, I happen to think there's going to be a lot of guns coming into this country from Afghanistan. They're going to come through the border. Uh, we have all those hundreds of thousands of fully automatic weapons that we, we we left in Afghanistan. And, you know, the Taliban are going to sell them to – they are selling them, I'm sure, to world terrorism. And uh, – and, and you and know you know what's your – an cartel. interesting
1: point, Norman? You, you bring up some really powerful points. I mean – First off, um, in most cases, and that this isn't always the case, because in the Buffalo shooting, the guy got it legally, which is mind boggling because he clearly had already been evaluated by law enforcement like a year earlier. You know, I mean, you know, that to me is stunning. That's one that was clearly red flags being missed. There needs to be huge, not a red flag, but a red brigade if somebody is making those kind of threats. So there's a lot of issues here. Um, but most of the time, the people who get the guns are not doing it through the legal channels. Like you said, they're, they're getting them through different locations. I mean, in the case of even um, the subway shooter in New York, remember, who killed the guy, sadly, in broad daylight, um, the Goldman Sachs executive. We know that the guy then hands it off, according to surveillance video, hands it off to a homeless guy. And the homeless guy sells the gun to somebody else for 10 bucks. After that gun was used to kill somebody, I mean, it's so, you know, so easy to get these guns and get them illegally. Um, But there needs to be a comprehensive discussion about a lot of these issues, because it seems like the Democrats are on the sort of one trick pony. And we need to look at sort of the whole picture. You know, they, they don't seem to be admitting that they're letting people out on the streets that never should be out there. The guy in the New York subway case had 19 priors. I mean, are you kidding me? 19 priors. How many breaks does someone deserve? He had two open cases at the time. I mean, that's outrageous. He had two open cases when he opened fire and just randomly picked a guy on a subway in New York City. What was he doing out? I mean, why are they not pointing the finger at the full circle? Um, The only person, by the way, who is doing that, so I've heard in the last little bit, um, which is interesting. And I want to play. This is Senator Chris Murphy. This is interesting. Because... He he came out and I was really happy to see this. He came out and basically said, we need to figure out um, an approach an all of encompassing approach. Um, We need to find something that works for everybody. Take a listen.
2: But I'm here on this floor to beg, to literally get down on my hands and knees and beg my colleagues. Find a path forward here. Work with us. To find a way to pass laws that make this less likely. I understand my Republican colleagues will not agree to everything that I may support, but there is a common denominator that we can find. There is a place where we can achieve agreement.
1: I'm happy to hear that because that wasn't basically the vitriol That we heard from the president. The president right away was like gun makers, gun makers, gun makers. You know, with no reference to repeat offenders, with no reference to people's mental health, with no reference to parental responsibility. I think I'm, you know, I'm very passionate about protecting our kids in this country, guys. And when I hear what happened and, and to see the faces of these people who lost loved ones today, young kids, seven, eight, nine years old. You know, I'm a big believer that there should be checks and that parents and other people who maybe supplied someone the gun and they knew that they were mentally unstable or knew they had a gun, even if it was legally obtained, but they knew that that person was mentally unstable, anything that could be construed as a serious weapon, and a gun certainly is, you don't want it in their hands, and, and I think everybody agrees with that. I think even Second Amendment, huge Second Amendment supporters. I'm a I'm a believer of the Second Amendment. I'm not an anti Second Amendment person by any means. I understand that right, and I I respect that right tremendously. But I think even my my friends who are the staunchest Second Amendment rights individuals don't want the gun with a crazy person. They they are responsible gun owners. Are responsible gun owners, and they don't want the gun. In somebody else's hands. And so there needs to be some sort of common ground. But the Democrats have to admit it's not all about guns, guns, guns. You know, they got to find. I like the fact that at least he's using the word common ground. That's a heck of a lot more than I'm hearing from other people. What are your thoughts, everybody? 833-969-4447. 833-969-4447. Let's go to Eric on line one. Eric, what are your thoughts about this tonight?
6: Oh, Hello.
1: hey, Eric, you're on. Go ahead, Eric.
6: You, you dropped off there for a second. Um, first of all, we keep talking about metal detectors. These guys are always going to go to hit the soft targets. And metal detectors work. Locks work. Like I was telling the call screener, I'm, I'm going to be 50 soon. And even in my elementary school, um, the only door you could walk in through, into uh, was the main door, and there was a guard there, usually. All the other doors on the first floor, you could leave, but you couldn't get back in unless you jammed them or something. Yeah, you know, you who know, had, had an interesting uh, elementary school, but but anyway, yeah. So and again, all these doors on the first floor open outward, but you couldn't get back in unless uh, you jammed opened open. You know, so so what's happening now? That was you're talking the eighties here. What we're going backwards?
1: But by, by the now, way, Eric, know? I had I don't remember any security guards at my schools, at least not in elementary or junior. There were a few in high school, but that was it. I don't remember. When I, when I was growing up, because we didn't worry about that. And how sad is that, that that is now something that every student in America and anybody, because look what happened. It was in the Buffalo supermarket. You have to worry about it anywhere. And that's what's just so, so tragic. But you bring up a good point because they do go for soft targets. And you wonder, in this case, you know, do we need armed guards? Do we need armed teachers in addition to what you're talking about with the metal detectors or the one entrance in? You know, or one exit out. Um, what do you think about having also armed teachers, as Ken Paxton, the Texas Attorney General, says needs to happen now?
6: As long it depends on the grade. I mean, as long as it's secure and the teacher knows where it is and is the only one that can get to it. You know, because if she is shooting or, or he, they, they can grab the gun. And the metal detectors are—they're picking up. They're, they were told about how many more guns they're getting this, this year from, from kids than from last year because they're scared too. You know. Uh, it, it's just uh, it's just ridiculous, you know. I mean, there's no reason, and the, you know, it's fairly obvious that the Democrats they go right to taking some someone else's going away. These are kids dying, they're using the death to take away someone else's rights, and it just doesn't. It's not going to work. Well, you that's why, and Eric, I hate that politics.
1: I hate the politics, um, just as you're suggesting too, because um, when I saw Joe Biden, literally within it was like a minute of his speech, he went right for the gun makers, and I thought this is not the time you know this is not the time he needed to kind of unify and help heal the country and i thought he was incredibly divisive in his comments we're going to continue with your calls everybody 8339694447 8339694447 we're talking about metal detectors we're talking about teachers with guns that are trained we're talking about security guards and we're talking about president biden who right away went for the gun manufacturers tonight Didn't talk about mental health, repeat offenders, any of these other things that certainly contribute to what we've been seeing in this country. What are your thoughts, everybody? It's heartbreaking. 1-833-969-4447.
0: This is the Rita Cosby Show.
1: And you are listening to The Rita Cosby Show. By the way, I also always read your tweets uh, here on the show, too, as well. I always appreciate your different thoughts. Um, You can send me a tweet at Rita Cosby. Uh, This is from G.H. Stagel, who says, We need to abolish the 1990 Gun-Free Zone Act. Let the teachers who are licensed carry concealed. And Sal, uh, who always has great opinions and always um, submits some great thoughts, said, I heard Biden's reference to stand up against the gun lobby and gun companies. OK, fine. He did not say anything about standing up against the murderous thugs. Those are really, really important points, guys. Keep your thoughts coming. Also, feel free to call in to the show. Eight three three nine six nine four 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 seven 969 4447 is the number to call. Let's go to Stan on line one. Uh, Go ahead, Stan, your thoughts about this horrible shooting that happened in Texas.
7: Well, it is horrible. And next week it'll be horrible again because something else will happen. And the week after that, something else you will be talking about that. But what annoys me is this guy, Norman, with this sanctimonious phony statement that there's no solution, that we can't do it. It's God. It's abortion. Malarkey. There's an answer for everything. We just have to look at it straight in the face and the common denominator in every one of these things there's one common denominator reader the easy access to guns it's simple guns 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 it ain't about religion uh the in the name of religion people have killed all the time it ain't about abortion oh there's no god of malarkey in the name of God, people have killed a hundred times. Give me a break with that phony, added. Norman has no brains, as far as I'm concerned. Well,
8: let me let this me
1: stand hold on, hold on. To guns. hold on, hold so, on. Hang on a second, because Norman is not here. I'm going to defend Norman because he's not here to defend himself. Norman's point is that we've sort of become a soulless society uh, where, where human life has no value. I mean, we see it in all these different cases, and I, the other thing, Stan. What about the guy who pushed somebody on the subway? You know, I mean, he didn't use a gun. He was clearly nuts. You know, I mean, there are people that you do other things. They're evil people. And for some reason, I, I agree with Norm in the sense that life, sadly, for a lot of people, has become devalued. I'm one of those people who believes, Stan, and you heard, you may have just heard what I said. I believe we don't want anybody with any sense of history or any sort of red flag to have access to a gun. That's 1,000%. I mean, there's a huge problem with the fact that there seems to be no vetting. I mean, how can you explain? The guy in Buffalo gets, gets investigated, gets checked. They, they literally had him in a mental place evaluating him because he talked about opening fire on a school. And then they let him out after 36 hours. That law enforcement, that is shameful. And then the guy, this one in this, this subway case who opens up on the Goldman Sachs guy, broad daylight, Nineteen prior offenses. So, Stan, there's a lot of places to point fingers tonight. You can't just point them in one direction.
7: Pointing him—he's pointing him in eight different directions. What are you talking about? Here's the point: the state of Texas, and you can check this out. I'm I, again. I, what was the budget for education and security in the state of Texas for schools? Check it out. I think it was reduced. They, they don't like to do that. What is the budget for the state of Texas on security? I think that's a legitimate point. How much has it been reduced or how much has it been added over the last six months to a year? Check that out if you can, Rita, maybe. It, it, and by the way, and 100%. Stan,
1: and Stan, I absolutely will. I absolutely will, because that is a huge issue. And I bet you after what has happened, it will be beefed up. And you're right. Nothing is more precious that our kids. There should be a lot of money there.
0: Feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. I know your name is Rita because your
9: perfume is smelling sweet since when I saw you down on the
0: floor. Talk, Breaking news.
1: And if you are just joining us tonight here on the Rita Cosby show, some updates coming in tragically from the Texas Department of Public Safety, that 19 children, students who were seven, eight, and nine years old, as well as two teachers at the Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, uh, about 85 miles or so out of San Antonio, Texas, that These precious 21 lives so far uh, have been taken from us, have been killed. What a tragic, tragic update. Uh, Earlier in the day, the number was smaller. We knew a number of them were in critical condition. And now we are hearing that 19 students at that elementary school and two teachers also have tragically been killed by an 18-year-old gunman who lived in the community there in Uvalde. 18-year-old Salvador Romus lived there, first opened fire on his grandmother, then drove a short distance, got in some sort of an accident with his car, then pulled his car over, and then ran into the school. You see it in the surveillance footage and opens fire on these students. Boy, it is just a horrible, tragic day, and there are so many questions, and tonight I want to hear your thoughts as to what can be done to prevent these mass shootings that we are seeing over and over again. The president of the United States addressing the country not that long ago saying it's all guns, 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 but doesn't talk about mental illness or repeat offenders or red flag laws. I mean, there's a lot of questions here. There's comprehensive stuff that needs to be discussed. But right away, he just was on one track going after the gun manufacturers. And I want to hear your thoughts about that. And I want to also hear your thoughts on how this could be prevented. Because there's serious questions tonight about arming teachers, about having school officials, other ones than teachers, maybe getting training. Also, maybe a security guard, a police officer assigned to each school in America. Because this has just been so horrible. After, of course, the Buffalo shooting that took place at the grocery store, another 18-year-old clearly with a mental history who was deranged. And details are just coming in about this guy tonight. We'll find out how many red flags potentially were in his background. What problems did he have? And were they aware of it? Who knew? Who didn't say anything? There are so many questions tonight. First off, here is a Fox analyst, Ted Williams, a former D.C. cop. And he said... This is just absolutely tragic that things have become so deadly in this country.
2: We need changes in this country. Something is going wrong in this country, where you've got young men, or eighteen-year-old in Buffalo or uh, New York there, or uh, eighteen-year-old from what we understand there in Uvalde, Texas, this afternoon. Fourteen dead or when you look at the kids and you look at a school teacher, shot, promising lives. We've got to do something in this country. Something is wrong, something is up foot. We gotta change. We gotta move away from all uh, the violence that's going on in this country.
1: Absolutely. There needs to be some tough talk and there needs to be some comprehensive discussion. And right away, the president went political, which a lot of people are taking offense to. They thought this was not the night to go on the typical Democratic talking points. Here is Senator Chris Murphy, who said that the repercussions of this are going to ripple through basically students across the country.
2: Our kids are living in fear. Every single time they set foot in a classroom because they think they're going to be next.
1: And... Texas Governor Greg Abbott says, as of this hour, they don't know the motive. They know that this guy opened fire on his grandmother, um, and we know that he shot her. Then he got in the vehicle and drove to the school. We don't know why he picked the school. Um, Was there any connection to him? It was in the community. We don't know at this point if he attended the school or knew somebody at the school or if it just was on the way. Um, it was in the. It didn't have to go very far. The whole town's about seven square miles, so maybe it just was on the way. Either way, at this point, he opens fire on a school. Was it a soft target? Because we don't know if there were any security guards even at the school at that time. Luckily, law enforcement came early, but there's still so many unanswered questions tonight. And Texas Governor Greg Abbott addressed a lot of those.
2: We're in the process of obtaining detailed background information on the subject, his motive the types of weapons used, the legal authority to possess them, uh, and conduct a comprehensive crime scene investigation and reconstruction, and identify and interview all witnesses and provide victim services and other support as needed.
1: And boy, those families just have broken hearts tonight and are going to need so much help and so many prayers. Uh, It is just an absolute, absolute tragedy. We're going to be taking your calls on that. We're going to continue. What are your thoughts? What should be done In schools, what needs to be done in terms of mental health issues? What do you make of President Biden basically spending a little bit of time talking about the victims and then almost immediately going into Democratic talking points saying gun manufacturers, um, gun this, gun that? Is that any part of the solution? He seems to think that's the only part of the solution. I beg to differ. I think there's a lot of layers to this. And I think. That is an easy political out for him. And I think he needs to address the hardcore issues that there are repeat offenders and so many issues that are happening in our society. And I think maybe it is time to sadly have armed guards or armed teachers at every school in this United States. They have to become a hardened target so they don't become an easy target for a madman like the one we saw just a few hours ago. The number to call is eight three three nine six nine. 4447 833 The other big story tonight uh, that we're following huge political races, and undoubtedly tonight in the races, this issue about this deadly shooting, yet another one in the United States, was certainly a hot topic on the political trail because many people weighing in about it. It has just shaken the country. Um, key issues and key races. In five different states, big primaries. The polls literally just closed a little bit ago. And in just a second, we are going to find out what the results are.
0: Breaking news.
1: And joining us now with the very latest on the election results from five major states is John Solomon, great investigative journalist and also founder of Just the News. John, thank you very much. First off, um, before you give the results, um, just, you know, the reaction, of course, of this terrible shooting in Texas.
10: Yeah, listen, we keep seeing this. We've seen it from Sandy Hook. We saw it at Virginia Tech. I've covered all of these shootings for many years. Uh, Columbine, uh, the repeat fashion that this keeps happening shows that Washington keeps failing the American people, this debate that we're started again tonight sounds like the same old debate we've had after each one of these uh, shootings, and nothing changes. Nothing is, has been done to disrupt this pattern of mass shootings inside schools. We There's so much we're going to learn. We shouldn't make assumptions tonight about the shooter or anything yet, but we do know one thing. These shootings keep occurring, and one of the most striking things that sticks in my mind, it was 15 years ago this year that we had the uh, Virginia Tech shooting, and there was a very thoughtful bipartisan reaction to that horrible massacre. And they, they, there was a report written by public officials of all the things that could be done that were not controversial. They didn't get into gun control. They got into other things, addressing mental illness and other things. The vast majority of those recommendations have never been implemented. So when people want to point the finger, they ought to point it at themselves here in Washington. There are lots of opportunities to make a difference, to try to stop this scourge. Uh, and instead, we we hunkered down in the same old talking points. Uh, uh, that's certainly what Joe Biden did tonight. And that doesn't move the ball forward. Yep. And, I, and I, I think that's the thing. We're going to keep seeing these until somebody steps to the plate and does something disruptive in the policy realm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of Washington, um, some big primary results coming in. You've been on top of this all. Uh, who may be going to Washington against just the primary, but who is at least still in the race? Go ahead. Give us the updates because it was Georgia, Texas, Uh, Arkansas, Alabama, uh, Minnesota, of course, the biggies in Georgia and Texas.
10: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the big one of the night, of course, was the Georgia governor's race. President Trump, former President Trump, uh, weighed heavily in trying to get Senator Perdue to unseat the incumbent governor, Brian Kemp. This is a long-running feud between the former president and the Georgia governor over election integrity. Brian Kemp won handily uh, by by more than a three-to-one margin. Uh, and, I, and he is going to run for re-election against Stacey Abrams, a rematch of their famous 2018 election. Um, uh, similarly, the uh, current Secretary of State, the elections chief of Georgia, who also faced President, uh, former President Trump's wrath, uh, uh, Brad Rasenberger, is strongly in the lead. Looks like he will finish above 50% meaning he'll win the race outright, defeating the Trump-endorsed candidate, there, former congressman, Jody Heiss. So those are the two big losses for Trump. Almost everywhere else, President Trump's major candidates won. Marjorie Taylor Greene, remember the Democrats' media were trying to uh, throw her out and throw her under the bus? She won handily by more than 70 percent of the vote. Uh, In Texas, Ken Paxton, the reigning attorney general, defeated George P. Bush. Yep, that is the same Bush family that gave us two presidents. Tonight, it's sort of the end of a dynasty there. There will be, for the first time in a very long time, no Bush serving in public office at the end of this year. Uh, but while that dynasty was coming to an end, a new dynasty has arisen uh, or, 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 or in the process of rising in Arkansas, where Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the daughter of uh, former Governor Mike Huckabee, won the Republican nomination to hold the old office that her father had if she were to win, she would go back to the governor's mansion where she grew up as a young girl. And so a new dynasty may be forming in Arkansas as one sun sets in Texas. Uh, those are some of the most interesting races. We're keeping a close eye on that Rasmussenberger's race. It's about 85 percent of the vote is in. If it holds, Rasenberger will win unri- outright and not need to go. The other big Georgia race, which was a big win for President Trump because President Trump got behind him, uh, the former great NFL football star, Herschel Walker, won the Republican nomination to run for U.S. Senate. He's going to challenge Senator Warnock in in one of the most closely watched races in the the fall. Uh, Republicans need to win that one to retake the Senate, and uh, Herschel Walker is their man. So overall... Trump candidates fared very well, uh, except for the top two uh, that he was focusing on in Georgia, or two of the three that he was top, uh, focusing in Georgia, where Kemp and Rasenberger look like they're on their way to victory.
1: Right. And those two were tough ones because they were both far yeah. ahead in the early polls. Uh, John Solomon, thank you so much for joining us tonight with the big breaking news on the results of the primaries in those key states. Thank you very, very much. We really appreciate it.
10: Glad to do it.
1: Thank you so much to the great investigative journalist, John Solomon. And of course, one of the big issues uh, that everybody was talking about even prior to this was crime, certainly in light of what happened today at this shooting, uh, this horrible massacre at the Uvalde School, the Robb Elementary School in Texas. Uh, Everybody was talking about this on the campaign trail. There's no way this was the focus of the country. And so many different details. We're just learning you know, about the shooter, that he was from this area, Um, we still don't know a motive. As we speak right now, it's been only a few hours, but we don't know the motive as to why he went to the school. I brought up the case of the Newtown shooting because in Newtown, Connecticut, um, the mother worked at the school where the kid opened fire, where the guy opened fire, Adam Lanza. He never should have had a gun. He had mental issues. The mother used to take him out to the gun range to bond with him. And the guns clearly weren't locked up well. And, in fact, one of the safes was in his room. I mean, to me, that was so outrageous. And so he opened fire on his mother. Then he took her security pass, was trying to get into the school where she worked. He obviously seemed to be angry at his mother and took it out. On The students and that was sort of the connection he tried to get into the school that way couldn't get in and then tried to break through the glass. We don't know in this case, why this shooter absolutely decided to go into the school. We know that he had, obviously a huge dispute with his grandmother, then he took the car, and then he comes to the school. So when we get more details on that clearly, he was a madman, clearly he is pure evil. He was shot and killed by law enforcement. Thank goodness uh, they were able to stop him because he had many more rounds in his arsenal. But tonight, as you just heard, and we were just talking even with John Solomon about, um, there are comprehensive things to talk about. And yet immediately, immediately, President Biden right away went to guns, guns, guns. He specifically said it is absolutely guns. And he said that we need to make sure that this doesn't happen again. He went after the gun manufacturers. I want to play um, number 27. This is the president going after what he says are the gun makers, cut 27, talking about specifically. Here it is, about a minute in. First, he says he's so sorry, of course. That's the job of the president when he addresses the country after this horrible tragedy. And he said his thoughts and prayers are, of course, with families who lost loved ones. But then almost immediately, he went on this definitely anti-gun rant. Didn't talk about anything else, but going after the gun makers. Take a listen.
2: And the gun manufacturers have spent two decades aggressively marking assault weapons, which make them the most and largest profit. For God's sake, we have to have the courage to stand up to the industry.
1: And then he said a little bit more, because he all he could do was talk about the gun industry.
2: As a nation, we have to ask, when in God's name are we going to stand up to the gun lobby? When in God's name we do what we all know in our gut needs to be done?
1: So what's your reaction to the fact that literally within hours of this terrible massacre, the president basically went to Democratic talking points and really referred solely to gun issues. What do you think the solutions are? There's so many thoughts tonight. I don't want a crazy guy to have a gun. And I clearly, in the Buffalo case, didn't want that guy. The guy never should have had a gun. He was allowed there in that case to have a gun. That defies logic to me. And then in this case, we don't know all the details. But apparently, he bought the guns on his 18th birthday. So far, we're hearing That they were likely legal. We're just trying to get details on this. Again, all the details are still coming in. But you got to tell me that there probably was something in this guy's background, too. So we got to do a better job for the sake of our kids and for the sake of all Americans. Because this is heartbreaking, what we are seeing tonight. When we come back, I'm going to continue with your calls, everybody. 833-969-4447. 833-969-4447. Four 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 seven.
0: This is the Rita Cosby Show.
1: Well, there's a lot of broken wings and a lot of broken hearts tonight after this horrible massacre at a Texas elementary school. It is now with 19 students killed, again, 7-, 8-, and 9-year-olds. These are 2nd, 3rd, and 4th graders. I-, I mean, it's heartbreaking. It is so heartbreaking. Um, and two teachers as well. 21 dead. This is just astounding. It is the second worst primary school shooting in American history. And I want to get your thoughts tonight as to what needs to be done. Um, Where are so many of the broken wings and the broken problems and the broken areas in this system? You know, is it guns, access to guns by those who are clearly mentally deranged? We got to do something about that. But we also got to do a lot about school protection. You know, we just spent, we're looking at like spending 20, 30 million just recently they were passing about COVID relief. You know, about making sure that masks and all these other things, I'm all for health and public safety and all that. But I would love to know how much is being spent on school safety. Don't you think there's places that we could pull from and we could be spending it on school safety to protect our most precious resource, our kids? elementary school kids who are sitting ducks when this madman came in there are so many questions tonight and i'm so upset about it and i want to hear your thoughts as to where we went wrong with society what do we need to do to fix it together the number is 833-969-4447 833-969-4447 let's go to tony on line one tony your thoughts What do you think about this, Tone?
9: Hello.
7: Yep, Tone. Yep, sorry, you're uh, here, Tone. Okay, I just want you to know my heart goes out to the families and and the children that that lost their lives today. But it really, really gets me when the president can get on the air, give the boo-hoo for a minute, and all of a sudden start attacking people about guns and gun manufacturers. But you have 100,000 lives that were lost to fentanyl. And the fentanyl just keeps on pouring it through the country, and he's allowing it, and there's no tears, no nothing. Now, another thing is, is schools today, you know, when the doors close, they lock from the outside. They can only be open from the inside. You have to hit the bar in order to open the door. So how did this guy get in?
1: Well, listen, thing. by the way, there's a lot of ways, Tony, that he could have gotten in. We don't know yet. We know that this school had barely any protection, like a lot of schools in America, had a tiny little short fence. Um, We don't know if there was even a resource officer or a security guard there. And by the way, the case in Newtown, the guy couldn't get in, and then he just bashed through glass and got in, even if it locks. So there's a lot of ways, sadly. We're going to continue with your calls, everybody, after the break.
0: Rita Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes.
1: And in tonight's Support Our Heroes segment, uh, it is important that we give out a shout and a big appreciation to our teachers across the country, and especially in Uvalde, Texas, where, of course, as we know tonight, 19 students were killed in that massacre, also two teachers. And I don't think our teachers in this country get enough appreciation for the great job that they do, for everything they do protecting us. Um, Often teachers, we hear these stories, and we heard about it in the Sandy Hook case in Newtown shooting, where a number of the teachers tried to stop the gunman, and then they were ultimately killed, as well as the students there, sadly. So many killed in that shooting as well. We know so far two teachers are among the dead, as well as 19 students, again, elementary school students, and I just want to give a big shout out to everybody who is helping our children. Teachers, often they get underpaid, they get often underappreciated, and often, as we know tonight, and as we know almost every night, they often are the first line of defense and often put their lives on the line for students. And I'm sure in the days to come, we're going to hear a lot of heroic stories about those who tried to stop this madman in Texas. And I just want to say thank you to our great teachers out there in our support, our hero segment tonight. And we are also going to continue with your calls, everybody. 833-969-4447. 833-969-4447. Meantime, President Biden, as soon as he came out, spent about a minute of course, sending condolences when he did an address to the nation. But he also went right for the gun lobby. Take a listen.
2: The idea that an 18-year-old kid can walk into a gun store and buy two assault weapons is just wrong. What in God's name do you need a solvent for except to kill someone?
1: So is this only a gun issue? I do think we have to have gun controls on those who are not prepared to have guns. Clearly, there's a question of ages. There's clearly a question of mental stability. Why are people like this getting guns? And Senator Ted Cruz said, you know what? The issue is not about legal, responsible gun owners. He says it's about something else. Take a listen.
7: You see politicians try to to politicize it. Uh, You see Democrats and a lot of folks in the media whose immediate solution is to try to restrict uh, the constitutional rights of law-abiding citizens. That doesn't work. It's not effective. It doesn't prevent crime. We know what does prevent crime, which is going after felons and fugitives and those with serious mental illness, arresting them, prosecuting them when they try to illegally buy firearms.
1: And there also are so many issues tonight. Why is society becoming so violent? Why are these random attacks happening? A terrible tragedy, as we know, horrible, horrible massacre at a Texas school. But also in New York, we had that case of that guy who opened fire on just a strap hanger, middle of the day on a Sunday, going to his brunch, a Goldman Sachs worker. And the suspect, Andrew Abdullah, he actually surrendered with his Brooklyn pastor to the police precinct today. I'm glad he turned himself in. But if you look at this guy's rap sheet... He had 19 prior offenses before he opens fire on just a stranger in middle of the day, you know, uh, morning, late morning, middle of the day. Somebody just going to brunch and he opens fire on this guy was clearly deranged. He had two open cases. He never should have been out on the street. Nobody understands why he was out on the street. And today, Mayor Eric Adams addressed that. Take a listen to what he had to say.
5: But the fact is, he is the poster child of many people who believe they can create violence without Mm -hmm. any repercussion Mm -hmm. at all. It is too easy to get a gun, too comfortable to use the gun, and there is a pervasive feeling among dangerous people that there's no repercussions for their actions for
3: using the gun.
1: So my question is, what are you going to do, Mr. Mayor? This is an obvious revolving door in that case. And who knows what's in the background of this other guy in Texas. But Mr. Mayor, what are you going to do? I'm glad that he's talking about it, that this guy never should have been out on the streets. I hope he can put some pressure on the legislature and on others to finally admit you can't have violent offenders get a pass. The guy had two open cases, let alone just recently. So what the heck are you doing? 19 prior offenses. And it's heartbreaking because earlier today we heard from the victim's sister. And she said it is time to change these laws that allow criminals like the killer of her brother to walk free.
5: I think the big thing is everybody needs to work on priorities before you go after chocolate milk and plant-based vegan lifestyle options. Go to Albany, tell people like (laughs) Carl Heastie that they've unleashed chaos on the city and that that's not equity when you have more random victims. That's tyranny and it has to be addressed and
1: stopped. And that is the brother of the victim. Here is the sister of the victim who echoed the same thoughts. When this
8: happened, I didn't want it to be true. I didn't even want... I didn't even want to find out. I thought the police was going to say it was a car accident. And I'm only meeting... I'm only meeting with press because I'm... I'm pleading that this not happen to another New Yorker, that it does not happen to another family. I don't want my brother just to be a passing name in the media, a passing name in our normalcy post-pandemic.
1: How heartbreaking is that? The sister of the Goldman Sachs worker, who for no reason was the victim of a random deadly shooting on that Q subway train over the weekend. And luckily, the suspect has turned himself in, but 19 priors. How many priors do you need? And two open ones. I mean, this violent cases too in his past. What the heck are we doing? And now tonight we are grieving as we're hearing about this 18-year-old in Texas who opened fire on an elementary school. For gosh sakes, they're seven, eight, and nine years old. And we don't know the details yet in terms of what security Was there even a school resource officer? Apparently, there's only three that are allocated to that whole school district, and there's 4,000 students in Uvalde. It's only seven square miles. So there's a lot of students, but they don't have a lot of resource officers. And if you look at there, they don't look like they have a lot of protection. They have this small sort of fence that I could hop over. It looks like three, four feet tall. So we don't know what other security measures were or were not at that school, We don't know um, who else was at that school to protect the students. We don't know what kind of training they got or didn't get. We don't even know the motive of this guy. We don't know why he picked the most innocent of victims. And tonight, this is just, it's horrifying. It's heartbreaking. And to me, I am so angry when I hear that these young, precious kids sitting in school sitting in class and parents who send them off to school thinking that they're going to be safe and learning and coming home and now are wondering if their child is going to make it through the night and 19 others have already passed away 19 other students this is just i i'm gut wrenched by this and we have to find a solution in this country so what is it guys 8339694447833969 four 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 seven and you are listening to the rita cosby show let's go to uh mark on line one um i'm curious what you think mark are some of the solutions where do you think that we need to go from here hi how are you miss hi i'm mark what do you think what are your thoughts um you know let me tell you first right i like to call c-stand but they block me know the film That's me um Mark
6: get I'm to the point. Connected. Get to the point, Mark, please. Okay. All right. Trump suggested suggested arming oh, the teachers, right? Well, uh, he's so talked I mean, about it was, in the past, was, but
1: tonight it was it was the Texas Attorney General. Just real quick, do you think that teachers or there needs to be more, you know, teachers that are trained? Um, was their suggestion that's especially the Texas Attorney General, the other thing is bringing more police officers to the scene. What What are your thoughts, real quick, Mark?
6: Biden said he was going to send shotguns to the citizens in Ukraine, and they wound up not having shotguns. Um, Trump suggested arm the teachers, and if I was a teacher at that point in time and that happened, unless I was, you know, couldn't do anything else, I wish I would have a gun.
1: Well, I think a lot of people feel totally frustrated, Mark, and wish that they had had better protection at that school. There's no doubt about that. Let's go to Tom on line two. Tom, your thoughts? Tom, what do you think? What are your Hello. thoughts about tonight and what solutions? Hello? Hey, Tom, you're on. Go ahead, Tom.
9: Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Um, you said, um, uh, you know, I love speaking
9: President Biden speaks at the school shooting. It's obnoxious and out of line. You know, he's got to let's talk to the line and leave politics out of this stuff and get tired of politics and tragedy. But you said earlier.
1: Yeah, I, by the way, I stuff. agree that he got political awfully quick. And I was very uncomfortable with that.
9: Yeah, it's, very, it, it's annoying. You know? um, I, what I'm really saying is about this one is the it, shooting in Texas. where you know, he said he, his evaluation was about a year earlier for, mm. uh, for the, uh, the guns. And um, maybe the FBI and the ATS but whoever agency who gives them the permit should um, do a better check on, especially when the gun is actually being purchased at that time, you know?
1: No um, question. Gun- no question. By the way, just like gun the on- guy, you know, the guy in Buffalo, he bought the gun legally. He bought two guns legally and he had already been evaluated for psychiatric issues after he made threats about opening fire on a school about a year before. So, I mean, in Texas, author- I mean, In this case, uh, and the other one, it was Buffalo authorities, state authorities actually talked to him, had him basically evaluated for 36 hours after he made these threats, then released him and didn't put any flag. You know, like if you're a gun seller, there should be a big old red flag like do not sell to this person. There needs to be a big blaring do not sell to many people. And we're not doing that. And, And like you said, we don't know in this case, but you're right. If this guy, I bet you, there's something in his background that we just don't know about now.
9: I also believe that gun owners should be reevaluated every few years, including reasonable checking of social media and maybe even. I mean, I hate to say this sometimes because it may sound um, too too radical, but have you look into some of the uh, the psychiatric medical records? Or at least to see if he was flagged in in psychiatric medical.
1: I agree. I agree. Even as a juvenile, I think I think it is such a serious issue, Tom. And, Tom, thank you very much for the call, but I agree with you that if somebody's a juvenile, if they have any history of mental illness and proclivity to violence, there should be some sort of flag that goes in, obviously as an adult, no question, um, but also as a juvenile, I think there needs to be some extreme flag that if someone is about to sell them the gun, you need to throw the book at that gun seller so they put the fear in God that they don't sell it to a looney kazoonie. You know, um, and it'll be interesting to see in this guy's case, like you just said, social media, because the guy in Buffalo had a lot of warning signs on his social media. And, and where are the parents? Right now, we know that he um, shot his grandmother. There are reports that he killed his grandmother, too. We're waiting on confirmation of that before he then went to the school. But um, obviously, he's a mentally deranged guy to do that. But was there signs, were there warning signs that somebody in the family, uh, either his parents or the grandmother or somebody, saw the kid had problems? It's a hard thing to do. But if your kid is is loony or has some issues or the school has seen it, you know, you have a responsibility to report it. You can't just say, oh, you know, let's hope that things get better. If somebody is a danger to society, it'll be interesting to see what other things are in this guy's background. Right now, we know he went to the high school there. We know that he worked at a Wendy's. Uh, we were just hearing that recently. So there's a couple different reports about his background. That's all we really know. Um, and we know that he lived not too far because Uvalde is not a big school, a big area. It's only uh, seven square miles, so he couldn't have gone too far from the grandmother's house. And then he drove to the school, this Rob Elementary School. Uh, let's continue with your calls, everybody. Let's go to line three, um, Elena. Um, Elena, this is heartbreaking. What are your thoughts tonight, Elena? Uh,
11: Rita, uh, it is heartbreaking, and my prayers go out to the families and everyone involved uh, suffering from this. But, Rita, my thoughts. You need a license to go fishing. You need a license to drive a car. You need a license to practice medicine, but you don't need anything to buy a gun. Also, when you have these licenses, you have to renew them. That means you have to go through some sort of scrutiny. Uh, you don't need anything to get a gun. So I think we're lax in that direction. Uh, we should have
1: training. You have to study for a test before you can drive a car. Well, And you know that there are background checks. I mean, the problem is, um, in this case of the loony guy in Buffalo, nothing came up. From what we gather, I mean, from what we've heard, that it was legally sold and nothing was put into this red flag system because he wasn't, quote, arrested. In that case, he was mentally evaluated. And I contend if somebody is mentally evaluated for thinking of opening fire on their school and obviously ends up doing it, I mean, but also thinks about it at that even initial thing. I I actually, I'm a pretty hardline person on this. I actually think they should never have access to a gun. I, I really do. I think there is something so deranged. If somebody has had those thoughts to where it is a serious issue, where law enforcement stepped in in the case of Buffalo, evaluated him, and then let him go after 36 hours, and then the guy's able to go buy a gun less than a year later, two guns, legally, there is something seriously wrong. Um so there there needs to be better background checks, and red flags have to be red flags. I'll let you finish real quick, Elena. absolutely, and one more, I
11: am a little bit ashamed of our president because he didn't attack the cause that of why this happened. He attacked the instrument. Can you imagine? If you stop manufacturing cars because drunk drivers kill people, can you imagine if you stop manufacturing knives because knives kill people or bats because baseball bats because you can hurt somebody with a baseball bat? I I think that was so mediocre of the president, and I'm ashamed for the mediocrity.
1: And you know what? Also, I was angry that he became so political, Elena. Like right away, he went on, just as you said, he went on to sort of his one, you know, one point, like he clearly had like almost seemed like an index card and just started reading Democratic talking points that he does every time, like repeating the same line. He repeated the the comment about the deer not wearing Kevlar vests. I mean, he said that I can't remember how many times, you know, he's done a lot of these things and it's like over and over and over again. And... He's not willing to admit, just as you just said, he's not willing to talk about the criminals. He's only talking about guns. He refuses to say we need to get tough with criminals and send a message to criminals that you should not do this. Put the fear in God of them. And he's not talking that. And that, to me, uh, I don't see any solution if you're not even willing to see that problem. We're going to continue with your calls, uh, 833-969-4447. 833-969-4447 is the number to call tonight.
0: It's the Rita Cosby Show.
1: And we are talking about this terrible massacre that happened just a few hours ago in Texas, in Uvalde, Texas, a small border town. It's about 85 miles or so from San Antonio. And tonight, we're getting more word that 19 students, 7, 8, and 9 years old, second, third, and fourth grade, that was the age of the students at Robb Elementary School, uh, have lost their lives. Earlier, you know, we were hearing reports that it was one or two, and then it went to 12. And then just in the last few minutes, we've gotten report that 19 precious young kids have lost their lives to teachers as well. And, of course, tonight our thoughts and prayers are with everybody in that very tight-knit community. And it turns out the shooter was somebody from the community. Still so many questions tonight. Um, motive, what can we do also separately to protect our schools, we really need to harden our schools and protect our schools and protect our children. The number is 833-969-4447. Uh, let's go to Paula on line one. Um, Paula, what are your thoughts about this? It, it's just so horrible. There are so many issues here, Paula. Yes, good evening. Uh, I love your show. i um, I have two thoughts.
8: First thought is this is to uh, President Biden and the people in Congress. Uh, your impressions about uh, gun control. Well, the American people also feel that the pen is mightier than the sword. And that should be very, very important about all the executive orders that have taken place and, of course, terrible chaos, destruction, killing and death in our society. Number 2, you want a out of the box solution to this? Well, yep, real quick. A, the, the a tranquilizing gun, a fast acting tranquilizing gun to these madmen would be a lot more helpful than getting them killed without any explanation. Therefore, they could be uh, they can be uh, interrogated and we can get finally real answers to our problems
1: as to what is causing this. That's a great point, That's a- Paula. That's a great point. Um, um, why not do that? You know, somehow put them out and understand what happened, what caused this, because we may never know. I hope we do, but... That's a that's a really powerful point. Um, let's go to Pat real quick here on line four. Pat, your thoughts tonight. Real quick, Pat, if you could. Pat, go Are ahead. You, is it my turn? Yep. Go ahead. Real quick, Pat.
11: Rita, yes, I'm going to go as quick as I can. Is anybody surprised at uh, Biden's actions this evening?
1: You mean by his politics? You know, a lot of people are asking questions about that. You're right. He went right for gun control, gun control, and doesn't seem to want to also talk about so many of these other issues. There's no simple solution here, guys. But we need to do something to protect our kids.